I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey! Uh-huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh-huh. Yo, 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 it's your boy Cody Mack here on another episode of What's the Word? And, you know, we had to change the studio up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We ain't in the studio. We had to come out here short it a little bit. But I have a very special guest on me right now. I got the homie Dapper with me. Dapper, what's going oh, on, guy? Like, yo, honored to be here with you, brother. Oh, man. It's a pleasure to have you stop through. You know what I'm saying? You in town with the rack. You on tour right now. You had to... I'm, I'm happy that you slid on us, brother. Oh, man. Honored to be here, bro. You know, usually, because you know we met in the A and you know, usually <laughs> when you bump it to people, they be oh, yeah, we're going to work, we're going to do shit, yeah, like that. Yeah, and, it, and just, it just be talk. It just uh-huh. be all talk. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad we mm-hmm. was able to make that connection. Absolutely. I'm glad I was able to um to spread in that, in that short period of time. I was glad I was able to spread your music out to people. And the yeah. reception has been amazing. Like, right. people f- with your shit. No, nah, that mean a lot, bro. I appreciate you um uh, allowing me to excel on your platform and i appreciate you following up and staying in touch with us the same way you know like we gonna execute on our end so you know we be excited when other people got that same hustle and that same tenacity you know what i mean so i appreciate you being a real one oh that's if you you gonna get to know me that's all i know how to do is be real yes sir but for the audience that may not know who is dapper oh man dapper i'm a north philly boy i'm just hungry you know what I mean? That's all I can say. You could, I'm just hungry. I'm fun to be around. I'm passionate. And, you know, I want to see myself win. I want to see everybody that's around me win. I want to see everybody win in general. You know what I mean? Like, if you working and you grinding, I, I love what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it the right way. And that's just who I am. I'm somebody. I'm a, I'm a person that's full of love and just good energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to spread love. I'm going to get love. And that's how we're going to carry it. Okay, yes, sir. so that was a real humble and smooth way of introducing yourself. Yes, sir. So I've been doing a lot of research on you, you know what I'm saying? We know you from North Philly. We getting that. Um, I think some interesting things about you that, that you haven't spoke on is that uh, how you diversify yourself as an artist. Mm. So you're a musician that won't think. You're a philanthropist also, and you own multiple businesses. Yes, sir. So 
let's dive into that part of it because I feel like that's that was very interesting to me, especially with the daycare. Yes, sir. So, like, what made you get uh, like start a daycare? Uh, well, the start of the daycare was pretty much just um looking to invest in something that matched who I was, that aligned with my passions. You know what I mean? My spiritual gifts are like leadership, administration, and um and um damn leadership, administration, and mercy. So I love giving back. I get fulfillment out of leading and guiding people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So with the daycare, you know, I'm in the, in the middle of the hood in West Philly out there. And that's the, the, my first daycare is there. And just allowing like young black boys to see a black CEO, like somebody that's young, that's hip. I wear sweats and come in their stylish, like from what they see on TV, Instagram and all that, like that person too can do something legal and, and run a business and you know they need the role models they have to be able to see it they have to see it to achieve it you know what i mean and mm -hmm. then it's called young with options so i like being able to i want it to be um like predominantly a music school so kids could come in there get their music on and i want that to be the that's like when i went into it that was the idea but you know we can do it everything you know i have my homies that's firefighters come through uh, we done had police come through there. We done had artists, actors, any type of person to come through there, speak with them and interact with the kids so that they can see the different career choices, you know what I mean? And, and what better than to tap in with them at that early age, you know? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, at mm -hmm. that young, how old are kids we talking? Well, we got babies. We start from infants up to 12. So, uh, we got, okay. yeah. So, so like, you... our summer program and our after school program, that's what I really lock in with the the 6 through 12 range, you know what I mean? That's like my passion for real. But we got the babies in there as well. So we got a lot of two-year-olds and three-year-olds, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to ask. I'm like, man, like you got people coming yeah. talk to these <laughs> Not the infants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I get the it. two-year-olds, three-year-olds, they get it too, you know what I mean? And they understand. They, they can tell. They're very knowledgeable as well, you know? So, what, made, what made you want to start a business like that? Um, honestly, uh, my mentor, who's a female, she was uh, very successful in the daycare game. And, you know, me and my homie, we had a little bit of pape that we grinded up and we just wanted to do something that made a difference too. like we, we considered like the bar and a restaurant and all that, but it wasn't like making a difference. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I needed something that tapped in with me. Like Young With Options was already the name of like my mixtape first. And then that was the name of like my team. Like we called ourselves Young With Options. So it just clicked like Young With Options, like everything I do aligns with my brand and aligns with who I am. So Young With Options, Daycare. Now the daycare's name is Young With Options too. So everything was like Young With Options at that point, you know? So it all just made sense, you know? No, oh, that's dope. Them daycares make mm -hmm. a lot of money, man. Yep. Make, a, make, make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, I got a homegirl here. Her mom uh, got a daycare. That's then like a million dollar business. Like, oh, man. I don't, she I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, I mean, it's, it's a very lucrative business. I'm yes, that one. But okay. you know what I mean? Also, you just said the word female. So like, mm -hmm. I get a lot of flack from my women friends for saying the word female. Okay. Do, in this day and age with the whole genders and pronouns and shit like that, like, do you, how do you, what's your take on stuff like that? I had the way society is trying to make everything so like, I can't even get the word out, but it just be it. Like you gotta say the right shit or you gonna be in trouble. Feminism and all, all that. Shit, yeah. Um, 
Oh, you could just say my female mentor. It's like yeah, I, I, I ain't never, know. yeah, I ain't never get no heat for that. Like, really? what am I supposed to call her? Her, he, her? Like, I they say you can, why she work. can't? Like, they be hitting. They be like, why she can't be a woman? Why she got to be a female? Well, she a woman. I, whatever, however y'all classify. I ain't never get that kind of heat before. So never, that's I'm, my first time hearing that. I ain't gonna hold you. But right. like, female woman or she a woman? Though, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think nothing of it, and I ain't never really get too much heat for it, nothing like that. Yeah, you know, I love you gotta, my ladies. You gotta watch that, especially out here, man. They be on in Chicago. Yeah. The women out here, yeah, they why she gotta be a female. Like I work with nothing but women on squad. Yeah. And they be giving me like it's like, man, like oh, you, you gotta have put, a right vocabulary. Yeah, you just put me on some. I know now, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm always willing to learn. Yes, sir. Yeah. So now as far as like willing to learn or you got the teaching going on with the kids, like you're also you you into like real estate too as well, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's my thing too. Uh, still early, young in the game, you know what I mean? I'm young and uh, I got like like two or three properties that I like have my own. And then I'm part of this collective. We call ourselves the Yacht Club and we just tapped in in Detroit. We got a nice amount of properties in Detroit that we looking to do some stuff in. Um, like trying to turn like an apartment complex in like Section 8 homes. Uh, I forget what the other one is like a home health home health joint. Uh, I'm tapped into that too, like the home healthcare stuff, like all that stuff. Like I'm in the early stages of it, but I'm aware of it and I'm currently investing in it. You know what I mean? So, you know, looking to get some momentum with that. I play with who, the Airbnbs, all that. Who putting you on to all these investments? Probably my homegirl, my homegirl Quetta. That's who like really opened my eyes to just doing everything like legally and just like really just tapping in and getting that business mind. You know, I owe her a lot of that. And I went to school, you know, like I've never been, no, I went to private school my whole life, mm -hmm. my whole life from first to kindergarten, I mean, uh, first to 12th. And then I went to Temple University. That's one of the top schools in Philly. So I always, always been super smart. You know what I mean? My dad, my dad was in the streets, but he always invested in my education. You know what I mean? So I always went to the best schools. You know what I mean? I was, I'm from the trenches. Like we, I outlived my address would be in the trenches, but I used to take those buses, 45 minute hour long rides to go to the best schools. And I sure. come back and be like Tyreek St. Patrick, like they, that's what they call me in the hood. I got that real Tyreek St. Patrick story. Like, Shit. Mm -hmm. Hey man, you ain't nothing wrong with getting <laughs> about the hood, man. I, I just got my ass about the hood. I don't, yeah. man, I, man, look, brother, don't let nobody ever shame you for having a good education. Man, listen, I, you see, I, I, I put it out there proudly, bro. Like, yeah. I'm, like I ain't no, I'm, I'm me. I'm authentic at all times, and that, and I'm, I honor that. You know what I mean? I give all the gratitude to my pop, my mom. You know what I mean? They, they made sure I was cool. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't no super silver spoon, but I was no empty stomach. And I say I wasn't super silver spoon because of the way the lifestyle that we got it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It wasn't no doctor that was the head of our household. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, was your pop. One of yeah, one of, so, I ain't gonna say what he was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I try, I try to say, mm -hmm. not to say the N word, but so mm -hmm. your pops was just one of them guys. Like, yeah, he was for real, sure. He was yeah. uh -huh. So he let was, me he ask was you a big this. dog in his field, you know what I mean? So it worked, but it also came with what comes with being a big dog in that field. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm. so let, me, let me ask you this. Like, what would, have you ever had a conversation with your old man and it was like, yo, dad, like why, why did you make it, put emphasis on me going to all these private schools and getting this education? Uh, I remember my pop used to always say, like, if I could just change one, if I could put one uh, great black man out here that have kids and, and create more black men with, that are educated black men, then he, he felt like he did his job. My pop, like, dropped out in, like, the sixth grade. Like, he's not the smartest, but, you know, he handled his business all his life. You know what I mean? So what, 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 what drove him to having that mindset? Probably my, my mom. My mom. I give all that credit to her. You know what I mean? Because I'm the only, my pop got, like, 14, 15 kids. 
I'm the only one that went to like that super prestigious type of school. You know what I mean? I'm the first on both sides of my family to graduate from college and all that too. So like my mom just made sure I was cool. I was a single kid by my mom, but my pop had 15 kids and I'm smack in the middle. And okay. my, my mom was the one that my dad actually was in relationship with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she used to put him on a little business and like try to get him to, you know, invest your money here, invest your money there. And she made sure like it wasn't nothing short with my education. You know what I mean? So I give all that credit to my mom for real. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So what's the uh, relationship status between your parents now? Uh, me and my mom thick as thieves. I tell my mom everything. Like she, she do everything. Um, me and my pop, we we haven't really spoken in probably like two, three years. He had did a bit. He did like a six year bit, and I held him down like that whole bit. And when he came home, you know, we had a little fallout. You know, at this time, you know, it's it's hard to like going in. I wasn't even twenty or twenty one yet when he went in. So when he come home, I'm twenty five. I'm a grown ass man. You know what I mean? So it's hard to. I'm already my own boss, you know what I mean? So it was hard for like like us to connect. And then, you know, just other little stuff, little family stuff and little shenanigans. But we ended up going at it. Like me and my pop really like was going at it. You know, we got so much in common, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is what it is. Like we don't can't nobody do nothing to him and get away with it. You know what I mean? Right. But you stay there, I'm gonna stay over here. You know what I mean? Hope you cool. As long as don't nobody mess with you. Yeah, baby, stay out my way. I'm gonna stay out your way. That's where we at with it. But I love them. You know how it go. Yeah, man. I I I, I can I understand that because me me and my dad got a same, similar relationship. Mm -hmm. Like we love each other, but we just ain't mm -hmm. on the best of yeah, terms. Just can't do you. I just can't be with you. I can't yeah. hang with you. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but I, I definitely respect that. I definitely mm -hmm. um I definitely um want to say we only get one chance at this life. Yes, sir. So sooner the better, man. As you and your pops should sit down, man. That's one of the things on my bucket list, right mm -hmm. now. That I don't know what type of relationship we gonna mm -hmm. have, but what we got now, we just mm -hmm. it can't. You know what I'm saying? And, and I agree, but at the same time, like my thing is, I'm the son. Like me and my daughter, we can never have a fallout because I'm gonna be man enough to scoop my daughter up. Like yo, let me talk to you. I'm gonna try a thousand times. You know what I mean? My daughter almost three, bro. My pop never seen my daughter. You ain't never. He never picked up the phone and said, "Yo, you mind bringing your daughter through here?" You know what I mean? You're the dad. I'm not the dad. You feel me? And I respect that on so many levels because that's how I be thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's just as until recently, people told me that that's like, I don't like to go. That's my yeah. whole thing. My whole life, I can't, I can't go. Right. Like if, you, if I feel like you own that with me, it's like I'm not folding it to like, you're going to take the breath out of my Yes, sir. So it's like, I feel like less of a man if I fold into my pops. Like you supposed to be doing this shit, not me. Right. But like I say, recent times people have told me that's toxic and that's, yeah. you know, people mm -hmm. down left and right. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sir. So it's like, I'm at least try. Mm -hmm. And if you don't meet me halfway, at least I can know when I, when I, I try. Yes, sir. So I want to put that in your brain. You ain't got to do it. No, no, I feel you. I'm with you. you. Know I'm with you. At least try. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know sir. What I'm, I'm with you. But you know, and then another quote or with that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even going to throw that quote because I ain't going to apply. We going to try. We going to try to Copy. build these relationships. We on it. You know what I'm saying? I got you, bro. Um, but yeah, pivoting, man. We talking about we just on the family. Shit. You say mm -hmm. you got a daughter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, watching you and like watching the interviews, it seemed like you was growing up. You already was mature in the mindset of how to move. So usually, when I ask people like, "Yo, how did a daughter or having a kid change you as a man? Mm -hmm. Like, how being a father changed you as a man?" So to me. And you can probably speak on it. To me, it seemed like you already had your shit together. It just probably your having your kid amplified it. Right. 
Yeah, like I always was I always been poised. Like I played point guard all my life, so I always just had that like leadership, that poise, that vision. You, that, see you know what I mean? And like playing basketball I always played up. So I was always twelve playing and hanging with fourteen, fifteen. When I was in my senior year in high school, I was hanging out with twenty three, twenty four year olds. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. always was the youngest. I graduated at sixteen in high school, you know what I mean? So I always was the youngest. And I always just had that maturity. I always been more mature than my, my age group. So, and then also just coming from a family that was in the streets and all that, I always had an install, like, like, like stop being so silly or be on point, be aware of your surroundings at all the time. Like driving home, look, look out your rear view mirror, make sure ain't nobody following you. Like I had that mindset at 14, 13, you know what I mean? So I always just like, had that like uptightness about me where mm -hmm. like paranoid like we I was that kid that could never have like sleepovers you know what I'm saying like nobody could know where we lived like once my pop moved this from the trenches and moved this like mid-level area you know what I'm saying it's like nobody get this address like we, we went years like to this day I don't even be letting people know now like where I live but it's just been something that I like was installed in me at like eight years old you know what I mean I knew the lifestyle that my family came from, like by the time I was like eight or nine, you know what I mean? So they let me know. And like my, my mom never sugarcoated with me ever. You know what I mean? I never believed in Santa, none of that. You know what I mean? So I've always been like ahead of myself. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. So when, when having having your daughter, so it seemed like you was already on point, right? So what are some things that like being a father that you don't Cause you already, cause you are, I feel like you already know what to do. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you be scared? Like, I'm going to put that What are some things that you be scared of that you think you wasn't prepared for? Right. Uh, you know, she's so so young now, so it's hard to tell. But I just know I always want her to feel love, always to know that she's loved, always be able to express herself. Like, I never want to have her, like, don't talk to adults like that or don't voice your opinion. I always want her to be expressive. And I never want her to feel like she can't come to me and say something. You know what I mean? I never want to be that super glove dad. Like, my mom used to let me do any and everything I wanted, bro. And I never took advantage of it. So I never, I wasn't that kid that was getting in trouble. I always was aggressive. I would fight and do stuff like that. But I wasn't, like, like, like super bad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I feel like I kind of want my daughter to have that same upbringing so that she could just have like the freedom, but also just don't burn your bridges or don't take advantage of the freedom that I'm allowing you because I will take it away. You know what I mean? So I kind of want to go about like that with my daughter, just letting her make her own decisions, you know, within my guidance. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Yes, sir. So you speak about the relationship you got with your OG a lot. Yeah. Um, how was the relationship with, with your, uh, your daughter's mom? Oh, that's well, that's my baby. That's my fiance. I just okay. proposed to her. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, mm -hmm. brother. Yeah, Boy, we locked in. Yeah. You a good one, but yeah, yeah man. Thing, I try bro. to do everything <laughs> the right way, bro. And then you know, like I love her. She's dope. My business partner, all that. You know what I mean? So we locked in. And then, like as far as my daughter, like just allowing her to see that. You know what I mean? She's in a home of love. Mm -hmm. She's in a two-parent household, so it worked. You know what I mean? I was just gonna ask that, like, cause you just talked about how much your your mom put into your dad and help him see certain things? What are some things that your fiance has done for you? Um, shit, she ran my daycare. Like, got helped me get it out the mud. Like, she came on early on. I had just started my daycare and all that when she came into the picture. And she was like one of my first directors of the daycare and just helped me get it out the mud. 
help me with organization, you know what I mean? Keep me focused. And she like, like she kind of like let me do me, but give me like that short string. Like, is that what you would prefer to do? You sure? You know what I mean? And it's like, like just always got me in my head about it. You know what I mean? So, and she, she matched my hustle. You know what I mean? So that's a big thing with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could give you a little blueprints and you know how to go get your own back. And you know, I know if, if anything was ever to happen to me, God forbid, I know she'll be able to hold it down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. All right. So what made what made what was the thing that you were like, yo, she the one? Mm-hmm. Probably uh our move to LA. Um when we moved to Los Angeles, she kinda she paid for the first, last and deposit to force me to move to LA. Hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I was gonna move to LA like like before we moved to LA, we were separated a little bit. So we was kind of co-parenting. We was in different households and all that. And I told her I wanted to move to LA. She like, you ain't going to LA without me and your daughter. I'm like, all right. So, you know, we still dibbling and dabbling like that. And then um, she just like, yo, like it's just time to go. Like, cause now, you know, I'm peaking as an artist and I'm getting popular. I'm not really able to go too many places in Philly and people not know who I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's, it's up Philly. You know what I mean? It's turned up and you know, it's just, just be a lot of little close calls just from being in Philly, you know what I mean? So she like, yo, this shit too much here. Like, we about to move. And she put the first, last deposit, and she like kind of just took that first step. Like, you know, me, I'm like, ah, I want to move, but I still want to stay here. I want to move, but I still want to stay here. And she kind of just forced me to go. And since that, like, all my opportunities, everything just been blossoming since I moved out of Philly. And, you know, I'm still, I still be back and forth like crazy, but just – resting my head in a different state has just done so much more for my creativity, so much more for my networking. You know what I mean? Like I'm right where I need to be with the rapping and acting is nowhere like LA. And she forced me to get out there and she just had my best interest in mind and anything I do. Like, I just know like she's obsessed with me. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't take that away from nobody. That's dope, bro. That's yeah, dope. no doubt. And that answer do not sound rehearsal. No, nah, yeah. Out there, you got you a good one, man. Then they started ran, yeah. yeah. You got you a good one. Now, so it's a move to L.A. from Philly, right? Mm-hmm. L.A., we we talked about, off mic, we talked about how Philly is kind of like the wild, wild west right now. It's yeah. going crazy. But L.A., is it's, it's the same. Man, it's the same. But the difference is with it being out there is they already got their shit going on. Philly, I already had, I got my group of friends that, got beef and my hood might be my be, my hood is beefing with another hood you know what i'm saying yeah. and then i got childhood friends i'm guilty by association in philly so yeah. that's what it be like i might have moved out of one hood to go to somewhere else that's just as turned up but i'm not affiliated with nothing out there you know what i mean it's a fresh start and i'm choosing to go to the proper places i'm not going where they turned up at you know what i mean i'm going to industry events i'm going downtown for this and that you know what i mean i don't have to be in the hood. None of my friends are in those hoods out there. Mm-hmm. But in Philly, my is in the hood, so I'm going where they at. You feel me? So it'd be like that. And then just being a target because I'm popular there and I'm one of one of the big dogs in Philly. You know what I mean? Go to LA, I'm not, I'm in a pool of big dogs. You know what I mean? So that's how it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, LA turned up right now, though, for sure. It is. Cause I mean, yeah. it's a, uh, and I hate to hate to pivot here, but. You know, you got the other young boy, PNB Rock. He yeah. from Philly. Yeah, he boy. was out in L.A. And so, like, he was minding his business. Mm-hmm. And what happened to him, God rest his soul, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, I just wanted to get your take on stuff like that because it's like, like that, you can't, 
can't account for. A lot of that stuff is unavoidable. That could happen anywhere. You know, um, I, th- I think he was at a bad location. You know what I mean? Me, but it's crazy because me personally, I was at a Roscoe's a week before that with my chains on, with my girl and my daughter. You know what I mean? So just like that, I could have got quit slipping. But um, I think like like uh, it's just one of those ones, man. Like you just work so hard and come and take what you worked for, man. Like so he really lost his life because somebody wanted to take a scrub, wanted to take everything that he worked for you know what i mean like you didn't buy that chain bro why do you want to take this from me you know what i mean i i don't i don't like like yeah. robbers and jack boys you feel me i'm a hustler i go get it you know what i'm saying i ain't got to take what's yours i'm gonna i'm gonna sit down at the table next to you and say yo bro what you had to how, how hard did you have to work to get that chain bro what i gotta do to do something like that that's me i pull the chair up and i want to network with you i want to holler at you damn bro is anywhere i could work for you or anything i could do to i want one like that bro what i gotta do for that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i ain't gonna like i'm not in a I'm a grinder, you know what I mean? I, I think that's so corny, bro. Like robbing another black man, bro. No. And then kill him, you know what I mean? That shit corny, bro. Funny, man, that shit was all wild. That shit mm-hmm. was all wild. But y'all both being from Philly, did you have a relationship with who? Yeah, for sure. When Rock first came home from jail, I was one of the first people he hopped on a song with. Okay. And um, it was like, we both was featured on a track by another artist in Philly. And um, I remember he came home, he was like fresh out of jail, still scruffy and everything in the studio. I'm like, you know, I got like the backpack, uh, pretty boy image, you know, around this time too. I still was in college. So I got the backpack sound and he come in all rugged and hood. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, I really want to be on a record with this dude. And about six months later, Rock took off, man. And it was fly, you know what I mean? And then like his hood and my hood, like I got like some of his friends are my friends too, you know what I mean? Like shout out the whole PNB, man. Shout out the whole Uptown, you know, a you know, a lot of, I'm friends with people that he was beefing with and all that in Philly, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, how that beef, he was just the vibe, but all of those guys up there are just great guys, man. And, you know, I'd be wishing that everybody just make amends and, and do right, you know. Shout out to the whole PMB, shout out to the whole West Side, Germantown, like all y'all dudes, man. You know, just much love to the whole Uptown, much love to the whole Philly. Like, just wish everybody would come together and just tighten up. No, that's right. That's mm-hmm. valid. That's valid. That's how I feel about him in the rack, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I know I want to pivot off this, but I just want to know, like, when that happened, because I know when that when I got that news, mm-hmm. uh, I was on the meet on my way to a meet with an artist. Hmm. It's like, man, I'm like, damn, they dropped him. Yeah, like never. It's, it's crazy. So my story with that is, I was in the studio and um, I was playing music for A and R. Rock had submitted his album to that A and R, that same A and R that I was in the studio with that morning. So Dang. he. Like, I'm playing my music, and he's like, no way. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Woo, woo, woo. He's like, yo, Rock just got shot. He's like, I think he's still alive. This and that. I said, yo, for real? He's like, look, he just sent me his album this morning, showed me Rock's messages to him, sending the album that morning, the same exact A&R. And, like, it kind of just killed the vibe. Like, he was loving my music, you know what I mean? We vibing, you know, and this folks, it's my friend as well. And I just, we just ended up turning the music off and just kind of, like, saying, like, yo, and by the time we ended up leaving the session, we was like, yo, he gone. And I said, damn. So he took that to heart. And I took it to heart just from we both from Philly as well. The A&R yeah. is from Philly, but he, we was playing music in the studio out of L.A. And it was just like, so, that's why it was just so close to home when that happened. And just being a Philly artist living in L.A., you know what I mean? I'm like, ah. Oh. So, yeah, that shit killed us. And my, my girl, my fiance is, um, is uh, real good friends with like people in his circle. You know what I mean? Like she grew up with rock. So they had a, a friendship, you know what I mean? So that shit was corny. And I can't even say it enough, like, man, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rock. 
I guess one of the things that I wanted to, wanted to get your take on, like, I see your relationship and how it impacted how you see him, but what was it like for your, what is it like for your lady? Because mm-hmm. I know his girl is going through it, but like, what is it mm-hmm. like for your lady to sit there and be like, damn, when I say my fiance, my man is a rapper, mm-hmm. shit is going on with rappers, mm-hmm. especially in LA when it comes to rappers, like, like what's the conversation mm-hmm. are you and her having right I remember now? she was she was crying when she was reading um, Rock's Girl's post just off the strength like damn I just couldn't imagine like just being in that situation and just being in that predicament you know what I mean and just having to post this having to write this having to write a goodbye letter and you know she like we be trying to like avoid that kind of stuff or try to like avoid those kind of like emotions you know what I mean so but we talk about it. We talk about it often, and it always just give her like that. Damn, but you know we tough too. At the same time, like it's so common in the city. Like I done seen and felt death super close. You know what I mean? Even closer than that rock situation. You know what I mean? So I done lost so many best friends. You know it's hard for me to cry at this point. You know what I mean? So exactly. it sucks to say, but you know I'm like numb to that shit at this point. And yeah. I feel like she kind of got a similar numbness just coming from that cloth. You know what I mean? And that goes back to that toxic. Was talking mm-hmm. about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm, I'm similar, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot, done a lot, been around a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of shit just don't phase me. You know what I mean? But that's toxic. Like we gotta be able, like we it shouldn't be normal, bro. Yeah. Death shouldn't be normal to us. Mm-mm. Like we walk around that shit like another person got shot. Yeah, another person dead. Uh, it's like that shouldn't be so normal. Right. When King Von died, and we saw that, and I saw the video, then they was showing the body all on Twitter and shit. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't, them images and shit like that shouldn't be like, oh, damn, that's Vaughn body. Oh, shit, damn, yeah. they got good Vaughn. And yeah. then you go along about your day. Yeah, it's way too normal. Yeah. And, and that's just a part of PTSD. That's part of being traumatized. Like, we're traumatized from that. Like, black urban young boys are traumatized. We have PTSD and we live with it and don't even know it. You don't know what I mean? Like, you can't tell me I ain't normal. You know what I'm saying? But realistically like i'm damaged from something there's something that got us trained this way you know what i mean and i you know i know that it's from you know my upbringing like i told you like i was raised to one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Be like a soldier, you know what I mean? And... Move militant. Everything, you, everything militant. you talk to me about, everything y'all seeing how you move, and like you, your, your pops prepares you to move militant. Exactly, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's how I even feel about like y'all being rappers and bringing back your fiance. It's feel like I feel like when y'all as rappers, when y'all lead a crib, it's like it's like y'all going out for war. Yeah. And y'all family got to be on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when he come back, like like you on tour and shit, like 
she probably be like, damn, I got to make sure my man come back. I yeah. got to pray him that last hug. You never know what that's going to be. It, it, it's high, high risk. That. It's high, and, high and risk every day. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. that shit, this rap shit is like, man, that shit is like they said, it's probably one of the toughest jobs in America. You Absolutely. Know what I'm Unsafest job. Yeah, in that and just being a carrier overall, like just being somebody that just carry it, like being fly, being attractive, being, being cool, being vulnerable, all that, like just carrying it for a city carrying it for your team like being a leader like that's the dangerous job in the world you know what i'm saying like all of that is just high risk and that shit is goofy because you mm -hmm. should want to be fly want to look good yeah. want to just be it's like if you walk around with confidence and with positive energy it's like the next per the next man go man want to hate you like yeah, it's crazy me and my team we was having this conversation and we were just talking about like the philly mentality i don't know if it's the same here in the shop or just in other black communities, like period. But I already yeah, know what you're gonna say, but this is black. Thing, like, bro. like we was talking about how Philly kind of um, supports mediocre, like just being average, being okay. And if you successful, you just kind of like, like, like corny. Once you become successful, you know what I mean? It's like, like we stop praising or stop protecting the ticket. You know what I mean? It's like. Like, you, like, you'd be so surprised how many people, like, from Philly just downplay and just hate Meek. You know what I mean? And it's like... Really? You know, I mean, you know, he's big dog. He's loved. But at the same time, there's just so many people that just... And, like, we just so, like, like we love mediocrity. But then as soon as somebody make it or somebody's successful, it's like, like, the love for it kind of started dwindling it. You know what I mean? It was just, just something that we noticed. And it's like, like we love mediocrity. And, and like that's why so many like Philly artists like hit a peak early you know what I mean and it's like you'll get popping in the city and then it'll be like alright what's next are you going to go on tour are you going to do this and that or are, you, are you going to allow opportunity to pass because you're so worried on the dollar value you know what I mean like like man I'm on tour for free right now bro but, but like I could go get a bag you know what I'm saying but I'm on tour for free I'm under, I understand the opportunity that came behind this tour man I kicked ass this tour bro this is all I needed was this shot, this opportunity. Bro, I got like labels knocking like crazy right now. The bag gonna come, you know what I mean? It's like I'm aware that there's bigger, there's more, you know what I mean? I know mediocrity, I know the medium, you know what I mean? I know that there's more and, and like I'm just aware of it. I don't let money get in the way of opportunities or like doing right, you know what I mean? Like I'm not driven by money or, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that there's more. That's pretty much how I could just sum it. But mm -hmm. I think um, Royce Royce uh, Royce's five nine got this quote, and in this quote he says, um, he say every time I chase the bag, it ran away from me. But when you chase your purpose, like everything you need come. Like you need this, you chasing your purpose. God, you know what I'm saying? Allah is gonna bless you with everything you need. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like I get what you're saying. Every like, every time I take a pay cut, bro, it always come back amplified. You know, every time, bro, every time, bro, I'd be like, dang, man, I need ten bands right now. Hey, this grant just came out for such and such, such and such. Whether that's coming from the daycare or whatever, but it's like, yo, what? Boom. Or yo, I ain't gonna be able to pay for this right now. And somehow it just happened, man. I re I remember like, like not like probably like a year ago, like just being like down and like just struggling financially just from having all my money tied into investment. So I wasn't having no money coming in and like I was worried about my credit. And I remember like my, um, like I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna be able to pay my car note this month. You know what I'm saying? Just cause all my money tied up. 
And then I ended up receiving like a check from some kind of like uh, insurance refund from like I was paying my insurance on time so crazy. And the dollar amount that came back was literally exactly the dollar amount of my like car note. And it just like I, I pay attention to signs and energy and shit like that. So I'm like, that's no mistake. Like I wasn't supposed to get this. Like this is from a refund check from two years ago. Like how am I getting this right now? And I'm like one of those people that stuff like that happened for, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I know I'm one of God's favorite, you know what I mean? So no, that's I'm valid. tripping. That's mm -hmm. dope. That's dope. Um, <laughs> you just talked about how the whole Meek Mill and then how you talked about how certain artists in Philly hit a peak. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to musicians in Philly, like who's, what's the system? Like who's over there that's making sure artists blow? Who's giving artists platform out there? To, to the point where they don't peak. Mm. It's like Iron Man for they self out there. We don't got no major labels like really structured there. No top DJs. We don't got no, no top no DJs. That's in, that's in spots somewhere else, but like I'm None still checking my into the streets out there. I mean, we got, it's a couple A&Rs that's like, like low key, but like the A&R that I met with, he's at STEM. That's like a distribution company. One of my close friends is Mont Brown. He's an A&R at Columbia. But, um, like, no, like, true, like, labor, no true, like, radio influence. Like, it's kind of every man for himself out there. And it's like, once you catch a little buzz, whether that's social media or Instagram, you know, however you catch your buzz, then that's just where it come from. You know what I mean? But there's no, like, real structure to it in Philly. You know what I mean? There's no real, like, hierarchy. And that's kind of why it's the Wild Wild West out there, too. Because it's just, a, it's just no structure in the hoods, no structure in the music industry. Like, um, like you know, we one of the most impoverished major cities, you know what I mean? There's not too much money floating around. Whether business, legally, streets, and ain't, and it ain't a lot of money floating around in Philly right now. So it's just the wild, wild west. Yeah. Not, not when dudes get, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> hungry and they, they pockets hurt, you know what I'm saying, they get angry. When you get angry, you start lashing out and mm -hmm. just doing whatever. So I can get it. And you know, that PPP came, saw people with it, gave everybody a chance to taste a little money. So now everybody chasing that high. You know how it go. No, nah, definitely. Definitely. That PPP was a gift and a curse to the hood. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to lie. Now, I, that's crazy that you say that because I'm like, yo, like, for you to be this talented, to you have your head on your shoulder, to be moving the way you move, you know what I mean? Landing, you know what I mean? gigs and acting and shit like that so it's like you you moving and shaking mm -hmm. how it's like so i would have thought somebody like meek or a seagull like, i don't know the politics and like who was moving and shaking in philly mm -hmm. but i would have thought another philly artist or a dj would have kind of like scooped scoop, scoop mm -hmm. you up instead of like you rocking with getting in tune with benny somebody from buffalo yeah. from a small last like mm -hmm. a smaller town smaller market mm -hmm. so that was just kind of crazy to me how y'all mm -hmm. like that connection i'm thinking you from buffalo right you know what i'm saying right. but when i found out you was from philly i'm like damn like like how 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 do y'all miss this dude yeah, you know what like, i'm saying and yeah. you know i got a chip on my shoulder for that you know what i mean i'm not bitter at all and that's why i'm successful but i got a chip on my shoulder for that because you know um they know who I am, you know what I'm saying? There's been opportunities, there's been plenty of opportunities to be like, yo, let's bang with Dab or whatever, but I don't never expect nothing from those guys, you know what I mean? They got their own families, they got their own little cousins that rap, they got their own little homies from their hood, and the same way with Benny, like, you know, I don't expect too much from bro, I'm grateful, bro, I'm grateful for the opportunity that they did give me, you know what I mean? Scooping me up on the management side, you know what I mean? But I, I put myself in those... They gave me an opportunity 
to network with them. They gave mm -hmm. me a window that I was able to slide in and tap in, tap in with the interns, tap in with his managers, who are now currently my managers, you know what I mean? So without those doors or without that, that opportunity, like they didn't close themselves off, you know what I mean? So I'm highly grateful for that. And now I will say that that situation is kind of what amplified me and it showed, exposed me in Philly as well. You know what I mean? I might not have been, I, I put my blame on myself, you know what I mean? I might not have been the most consistent I might not have put out as much music as people in Philly would have liked to to have known about me. So I feel like, like now that I'm uh, that uh, that Butch allowed me to rock with his platform and and his management, now everybody in Philly knows who I am. But I feel like prior to that, everybody in Philly probably didn't know who I was for or didn't know about the music and all of that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I don't discredit or put my my um resentment or anything like that towards anybody you know what i mean i like meek know who i am you know what i'm saying but i don't expect him to say to post me on his instagram i don't expect him to um he, he uh he has actually spoken highly of me before you know what i mean um the world may not know it but i know it you know what i'm saying and um he's actually a uh, reason why i have a good relationship with lenny yes like his camp you know they played my my videos in rock nation before to my knowledge you know what i'm saying i heard that and I got a good relationship with Lenny Yes now, but I, to my knowledge, that was from Meek mentioning my name before. Like, like you know, when they ask about who hot, who next in Philly, I come up in a lot of those conversations. So I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? That's, hey man, doing mm -hmm. your thing. So if yeah. you if you had to name five cats from Philly right now, that's that's buzzing. That's coming up. Include. We talking about buzzing, or we talking about? That's, that's, that's doing their thing. Like, how you doing your thing? If you have to name five cats and you ain't got to put them in, in order, mm -hmm. take yourself out. Okay. Okay. So, you ain't got to be biased. Take yourself yeah. out because we already know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Give me five cats in Philly right now that's doing their thing. That's doing their thing. Uh, Leaf Ward, OT7 Kwani, Young K.A., Too Rare, and uh, this cat named Tour. That's probably the five that's like... Yeah. Okay, some young Philly boys that's rolling right now. Is this kid, I think they like Tally, Hood Tally. Hood Tally. Yeah, he's from Philly too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I interviewed him. His, his, his publicist is uh, based here in Chicago. So they, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know who Hood Tally is. Yeah, he be out here a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got a lot of influence out, out here in Chicago. A lot yeah. of influence in Philly as well. Yeah, he, yeah, he got momentum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... So now that we're here on the music, right? So now you will BSF, they distributing your music, y'all got management deal. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some things that you been even talk to you personally about, like to help you out with your career? Um like Butch pretty much just be like, yo, you got it. You got the hustle, you're willing to invest in yourself, you're willing to go, you're not waiting on nobody. I think mm -hmm. that's what like Butch take the most light to me and remind me, remind him of Remind me of himself. However, I forget I how to word exactly that. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if I, you know, I'm all over. But um, exactly that. Just that hustle that he sees in me, and he's like, "Yo, keep that about you. Keep willing to invest your money, invest your time, invest your grind." You know what I mean? That and like our most recent conversation, probably within a week ago, was that like one away right now. Now it's just time for him to get that one song that everybody knows him for. Like I got the buzz. They know what's up. You know what I mean? But now it's like. Where's that that one song that every it don't got to be a major hit, but just a song, song that everyone knows me for, and that was our most recent conversation. So, 
that's what we picking up right now. Okay. I think almost every artist that they look for that. Like they say, you don't go to the studio trying to make it hit, but I mm-hmm. think every artist just wants that one record that mm-hmm. if they walk into a store, they walk somewhere. Oh, you made that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. yeah whether like, it's a hit or whether it's just something that you you're known for. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. I think I got um, one too. I think I got a couple. Okay, what would you say those are? Um. Well, my current like most successful song is this record called Smile for a Smile. And then, of course, I'm known for the features. I'm known for the songs that got Benny on it, the song that got Westside Boogie and Reason on it. Like Those are my bigger records because of the major features on there. Um, Smile for a Smile is probably my biggest record, though. And then that much, that was kind of like a good moment for me because we shot the video in Dubai. So that was that's the video that Meek had played in Rock Nation because it's like, yo, somebody from Philly is doing something different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, that, that song was played for Meek and Uzi. You know, like so they saw it. They watched that video together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was in the room when my folks. I'm I'm tight with one of Meek cousins, and um, he played my video for Meek and Uzi. And to my knowledge, they took that up to Rock Nation, and that's you know stuff like that. But um, that's hard though. Yeah. No matter if nothing came from it, no, it's just yeah. It's just the fact that uh-huh. it's somebody that's Some, doing yeah, it. Yeah. I don't got no no stains on my name or none of that. So. It's, you don't got no choice but to speak highly about me, whether, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't understand, or there's nobody out here that could really bad talk me, you know what I'm saying? Unless, you know, there's a real situation, you know, some beef or whatever, but you can't really bad talk me. I just do well, and I, and I spread love, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, like, my, I got records right now unreleased that I feel like are about to make a big splash. Uh-huh. I can't wait to hit them joints. Yeah. Can't wait to hit sure. them joints. We talking about relationships and just people f- with you. Um, you locked in with Benny because you paid for the feature, right? Yeah. So what's your thought process on that? Because I think um it's a video going around with Lil Baby and some internet dude dude gave Lil Baby eighty thousand and Lil Baby told him like, Yeah, you gotta pay to lock in. Like dude gave him on his Twitch or something. I don't know if he mm-hmm. wanted Lil Baby to keep it, but that's like what we're doing. And it's like, yo, What's your thought process on people paying money to lock in? You're not going to make a million dollars if you're not willing to invest. If you invest zero dollars, it's going to be very hard to make a million dollars if you invested zero dollars. A lot of this stuff out here, a lot of the stuff in the industry is pay to play. A lot of it. DJs, artists, a lot of stuff in this industry is transactional. You know what I'm saying? So paying for that verse allowed so many opportunities now we locked in now you now we having conversations like this so like like me and you homies now at this point you know what i'm saying like we're connecting on another level right now but suppose i had to give you a stack or whatever to have this conversation but now the way we locked in and the way we talking on this camera and the way we connecting energy wise it ain't too much that you can't ask me for it ain't too much that i probably can't ask you for after this you know what i'm saying no, it wasn't. This wasn't no transaction. We ain't, we ain't no money involved with this. But it's all park a lot you know what I mean. Man. But suppose you were somebody who wanted a stack, wanted five hundred, five hundred. You get on my platform. All right, huh? Boom. Here go the five hundred. But now me and you is on a crazy rapport because we connected on a different level. Like we're talking about our pops on here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we talking, we connected on a different level. Same type of thing. Pay bro for the verse, and then um, they like, yo, we in we in L. A. right now. Man, I dropped everything. Flew to L. A. The next day to shoot that video with Butch, I had a mansion party. This before I lived in L.A. Whipped up a mansion party, hundreds of chicks, hundreds of like A&R's, industry creatives at this pool party. Butch ain't want to leave. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, you did all this? You 
whip this up like this? You know what I mean? It's mind-blowing. Like, damn, bro, you really want it. You grinding. Yo, I got a show in Philly coming up. You want to open up for that shit? No more money involved after that. Let's lock in. You feel me? But sometimes that's what it might take to I grease a couple pounds in this industry to tap in. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you, it's a million people at this club or whatever. You're not going to throw the DJ a little 500, and now you got this many amount of fans, and now next time you go back, the DJ cutting you a check. You know what I mean? The promoter's cutting you a check. I understand it, bro. I'm a, I'm a hustler, and I'm a businessman. You got to hustle, hustle yeah, business. I know. A lot of these kids don't got that. That's the yeah. music game. A lot I'm, a, of I'm a hustler, bro. Yeah, shit. I'm a yeah. hustler. I'm going to go get it. You know what I mean? Nah. And they gave me a super deal. Like, I ain't, ain't hit me over the head, nothing dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gave me a deal on the feature, and it's like, I respect your craft. And it came with the video, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I respect, bro. I respect his craft. You know what I'm saying? If you want, if that's what you wanted, boom, boom. I wouldn't have reached out to you if I wasn't a fan of your music, if I didn't respect you. Same way, I, I respect it from me. I charge for verses, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody get a verse from me and it's for free, that's like my, my heart, <laughs> you feel me? But I work hard to a point where I want to be compensated for my verses. If I'm in front of a TV screen or in front of any kind of platform, I worked hard enough where I deserve to be paid for it, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with it. No, that's valid. Yeah. Have you ever had any situations where you gave somebody some money and they try to, because uh, we were just talking about that, <laughs> uh, somebody basically ran off? Like, yeah, like, for sure. That's that's part of the game, bro. And like, well, with me, like, I don't really get played with like that. But when somebody tries me, I be hating that, bro, because I'm so down to earth. I'm so chill. I'm so respectful. But once you disrespect me, I hate that. I be having to get violent to get like the way I want sometimes. Like, I be like, yo, bro, it's cool if you, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Yo, bro, ah, uh, ah, uh, bro, stop playing with me before this and that, da, da, da. Now you calling me. Bro, come on, man. Why I got to get like this? Why you ain't just pop out the first time? Why I already, I was cool with you the first four times. But when you force my hand, and, and that's the thing, like, with me, like, and I, I will get like that with you, you know what I'm saying? And people know, you know what I'm saying? So I hate that I have to get like that, but it, it ain't, it, we ain't never get, if somebody ran off, they ain't never get too far, you know what I'm saying? But. Like, I ain't nobody really do me dirty, dirty ever. You know, like cameramen holding on to your stuff. Um, but ain't no artist ever burn me out, no verse or no manager, or no marketing. Like, I got everything I ever wanted when I put some bread up. What about the blogs, though? Like, do the blogs be hitting you over the head trying to get you to you want features on them? Mm -mm. I ain't never really had to pay for no, no blogs or anything like that. I'll pay my publicist, pay a, a, a PR or whatnot, and they handle all that. And I got a relationship with them. Like, they ain't running off on me or doing me dirty. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't never had no, like, real issue with that. But I know people who have and stuff like that. But I do good business. And I'm, I'm stand up. So you'd be a fool to play with me. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand, like, <laughs> the value. Because it's too, a lot of things you said. Because I'm mm -hmm. kind of the same way on a lot of, a lot of things, bro. It's like, I'm the coolest. I, to me. I feel like I'm one of the most coolest, calmest people mm -hmm. you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. But when I, when it, it turn on, yeah, yeah, you give it. I, I, I know, it, it I feel it, bro. Stopping. Look, and I don't even, I feel it, bro. I, I know. don't even like like that's when when people and, start and, tweaking. I be, I go the other way. Like, and, and it sucks. Like clean cut, nice smile, carry yourself with elegance. You know what I'm saying? Why do you want to force my hand? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Nobody's like to be played with. And I yeah. think that's, that, that's just a man thing uh -huh. in general. When you a man, you don't like to be mm -hmm. played with, especially. When I know you doing this on purpose, it's a difference between when somebody like uh, mm -hmm. 
it's a mistake. All right, it's a mistake. All right, cool. I get you, guy. We can talk it out. But look, mm-hmm. when you like deliberately, like, yo, I'm going to try. I want, I want to. T- all right, now we finna mm-hmm. go there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened. I told you, like, my best friend, it happened to like pitching me and his birthday a day apart. Mm. So we like, like that. Same, same, same uh, mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, mm-hmm. they got him. Like, a, they played with him, and it was like, yo, yeah. you, you know what time it is when mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. And that's what happened. That, that's one of my, like, fears about myself. Like, I just don't do well with disrespect. Like, I just pray that nobody disrespect me or play with me to that level where I do something that I got to jeopardize my freedom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I just know how I think. My people know how I think, so they try to keep me away from those situations. And that's why I think moving away from Philly was also just like a, a key thing for that. Even though I'd be, I'd be home. I'd be home every week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not every week, at least once or twice a month. You know what I mean? So, but that's the kind of thing that I feel about like even going outside and enjoying yourself. It's like, it's a damn age where people try to get so disrespectful where it's like, they not even knowing who, who they, they toying with. So mm-hmm. that energy. I remember I was, I was out with my girl downtown LA, man, and this dude reached out, like, like, like grabbed my girl's hand, like, and it was like obvious that she was with me, man. You talking about trying to break this dude's hand? Pow! Smacked his hand so hard, like, he was like, ah! Like, I almost broke my hand trying to break this dude's hand, just like that. You know, we square up or whatever, but it just be stuff like that. Like, why would you do that? That's like, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> why though. Would like, you why would that? you do that? Uh-huh. You like, oh yeah, I'm finna. Yeah, it was clean cut. I had my little, uh, my little Marnie button up and all that on. I'm fresh. I'm clean. I'm smiling. And now you got me upset. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. and that's like me. Like I don't judge no book by its cover, man. Oh no. Nah. Philly, these young boys is 12, 13. The girls, man. There's this 16 year old girl with the prettiest smile in the world. She's just wanted for a double homicide in Philly right now. 16 year old girl, beautiful, bro. Wanted for a double homicide. We was reading and talking about it early. Quadruple shooting, double homicide, bro. It's like, man, I'm not going to play with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't judge no book by its cover because I know how I am. I'm silly. I'm fun and I smile all day, but I just know where I come from. One of my best friends, he, um, he just lost uh, one of them, but he was, he was fighting six bodies. But the coolest, funnest dude in the world, love me to death, will play, will play all day. But not playing with everybody, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know how it go. Y'all at home watching this, man, please, man, stop. Don't be f***ing with people when y'all <laughs> outside because shit can go way left. Man, I've seen that happen too many times. Mm-hmm. People, it can go way left. Yeah. Man, I feel like this is the one uh, uh, amazing conversation, man. Yeah. I feel like we, like we hit a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like just naturally talking. Naturally, yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing scripted. We just having a good conversation at this point, bro. Yeah. That's how I like to do these interviews. Mm-hmm. If I have a if I got to read from a script and be like, "Yo, what about this and what about that?" I don't yeah. read like that flow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the artist is boring. I mean, it ain't. It not even be that. We're just, just not connecting. It ain't connecting. Then sometimes it's like a lot of times artists be so on the defense. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say too much, give up too much. Cause you know this mm-hmm. media. Shit crazy like people, yeah like blogs be tweaking when it comes yeah to for shit. sure mm-hmm. like so i get that publicists mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> then you know you got some of us i know how to talk i know how to wiggle around this or that yeah yeah, yeah. so but, it's like the game be crazy yes sir but before i get you out of here there's two questions i want to ask let's right? do it so first question is if it's one artist that that you that you are dead or alive it's one artist that you would want to work with. Who would it be? Hustle Man. <laughs> Hustle Man. 
Nope. Yeah. Why nope? That's like my idol, bro. My daughter named Victory. You know what I'm saying? I got a huge moral little nip in my in my in my uh like my office space. Like I love Nip, bro. Um, just everything that he stood for, all his morals as a man, all his the way he came into the game, his authenticity, his creativity, his business meant like his business mindset, how he attacked it independently. Like I love Nipsey, bro. I watched every single interview with Nip, listened to every single song in Nip. You know what I mean? So it's just somebody who I just structure a lot of my morals behind, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed like a stand. I never met him, but from what I've seen, you could just feel the authenticity when he spoke, when he did his interviews and his music. Like he's somebody that I really believe and um and believed in. You know what I mean? So I loved Nip while he was alive. Loved him after. You know what I mean? Favorite principle, favorite quote that Nipsey Hussman said? Mine? Yeah. Probably had to be a, uh, probably a lyric. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, getting rid of the middleman, that's one. And then just like, I, don't, I can't think like just a quote off the top of the head like this, but mm, probably just, just the hustle, just that hustle spirit that he had. And then, like, his early um, early interview about just not wanting to buy jewelry and going to buy real estate. You know, when he got the 60s hat on, he just super like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, we in stock, we in real estate. You know what I mean? I ain't buying no chains. I wouldn't have did this and that. You know what I mean? Like, just that mental that he got, just going to go get it on your own, not blow it away, and just make smart decisions with your money. And then just making smart decisions as a man, like, just how he operated with Lauren London and all that. You know what I mean? Just... He just, you could tell he just was stand up, stand up man. Like, I would have been, I would have been super surprised and like hurt if it was like Nipsey Hussle cheats on Lauren London just because of how just stand up he was for his lady, how stand up he was. And just all the prince was like, he just seemed super loyal and just super like stand up, you know? That's about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, the very first time, Jahari, you know this coming, right? The very first time that I always talk to people. I always ask them this question. I always leave on this note. What is that moment that you're looking for? And they'd be like, damn, I made it. Damn, I made it. When I when my mama, um, when I could just give her the world, when she don't got to work overtime no more. When that happened and then, like, my daughter just all the way set, like, where I know it's coming in, and whether that's happiness, whether that's financial, whatever, but I know that, they don't got to work no more, and that they set. That's when it's like, oh, shit. like I feel like I feel like I already made it because I'm happy. I'm already at peace. But as far as like that's like that gave me like more of like a financial. I feel like question that put me in a financial place. So that's more so like when my mom ain't got to work no more, and my daughter is just all the way set. Like once I check or whatever, it's like she cool. She got six mil in a in a tuck. You know what I mean? And she good. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, Dap G, I appreciate you spending some time with me today, giving this this amazing conversation, yeah. man. Y'all make sure y'all go follow my man, Real man, Dapper. Too, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a lower third of on the bottom of the screen yeah. so y'all know all that. Yeah. But for y'all listening on the podcast, it's Real Dapper everything, it's right? It's Real Dapper on everything. Thanks for nothing. Two out now on the album, going crazy everywhere. Uh, more, we just wrapping up the things, uh, the More Black Superheroes tour. It's the last stop in the shy. Um, I got more t- more touring going on, more videos, more music. I'm about to kick their ass all 2023. 20- 20-
man, I'm here to support you, bro. Anything you need from me, I'll do my best to help you out. Likewise, right? bro. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Yes, sir. This is What's the Word, Cody Mack, and we out. Yes, sir. Hey. Uh-huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh-huh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.